Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. From the After 9 Podcast Studios, this is After 9 with Scott and Kat. I'm so excited. You know what today is? Of course I do. It's Friday. Or, as I like to call it, Friday. It's Friday. Yay! Yeah. Today is the last day of the work cycle. Yay! Now it really is Friday. <laughs> looks like somebody's ready for the weekend. Ready as I'll ever be. All right. Let's get this show on the road. Showtime. Happy motherfucking Friday. Happy motherfucking Friday. Welcome to it. Uh, let's see here. There's a lot to do, but before we get to any of that shit... And most of it's shit. Like, don't get excited here, guys. Um, We're mailing it right the fuck in. That's what you get for the 4% Friday. I told you, right? That's my date. Not full effort. I love it. Uh, Hey, Dave, how are you? I'm well. How are you? Good, thank you. Um, We have, uh, obviously, a very loyal listener that we didn't even know about. This is crazy. So we've been getting a lot of these podcast wraps and end of the year. This is the, you know, podcast you listen to the most, whether it's Apple or Spotify, a lot of those. So we had posted someone who had listened to, how many episodes was it? I don't know, 10, 15, something like that. And we thought, whoa, that's crazy in one day. Brandon has them beat. Brandon, through his own Scott and Cat After 9 marathon, he listened to 31 episodes in one day. 31 in a day. Yes. Hold on, hold on. I'm trying to do the math here. So that's, the average episode is what, about 25, 30 minutes, about right? 30. Closer to 40 these days. Yeah, well, about 30 yeah. is probably average. There's a lot to say. There's a lot of grievances to be There's aired. a lot of things happening. <laughs> that, so I'm doing the math on that. You're looking at more than a 12-hour day here uh, of listening to the, the podcast. Yeah, so that's basically, you're, you're bang on. Uh, he says, it was a fun day because I asked him, what, what? He says, it was a fun day, started listening as I got ready for work, listened all through my shift, 12 hours, and continued listening until I had to get the kids to bed that night after getting home from work. That's insane. And by the way, he listened to The Beat for many, many years. He used to live in Cambridge. He lives in Collingwood. So we thank you so much for taking us with you, whether you're listening to the radio show or whether you're listening to the podcast, Brandon. Thank you for that. 31 episodes in a day. That's awesome. Try to beat that over the holidays, someone. Whew. Yeah, you know, oh, I think gotta, that challenge is going to be accepted. We got to hand out some prizing for this. We're going to figure this out. We'll figure something out for these people. This is well, crazy. Dave's the boss. You can ask him. Yeah, Dave, come on. I don't have budget for binge watching. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. In there somewhere? No. Nope. I'll, I'll, make, I'll make up something. Okay. Ronnie, it's Dave. Guess yeah. what? Uh, <laughs> new concept. New concept. Another issue with Scott and Kat. <laughs> <laughs> That's, right. That's how it starts again. That's right. Uh, let me read a couple DMs that I've got here, too. This one from Colleen. Hey, guys, question for you. First, love you guys. Best morning show ever. I'd like an honest answer. Is Manscaped really worth it? My hubby wants one, but he's on the fence about it. Thanks. Yeah, Colleen, uh, I have one. I don't mind telling you that they did send me one to try it before I did their commercial for them. And I can tell you it's good. Uh, Dave, what are you using to do your balls these days? (laughs) Have you got a Manscaped, or are you, like, bicking it, or are you, do, like, doing something else, like, off the shelf at Walmart? Uh, I don't know if it's off the shelf. I, I believe it's a product that I that I trust and respect. Uh, it isn't a Manscaped one, though, so I'd be curious to, to know more about that. 
the Manscaped is cool because number one, it's quiet and you'd like it to be quiet. A little discretion is nice. It's got the You don't want safe. it to sound like it's a jackhammer going off in your bathroom. <laughs> you don't want it to say, sound like, oh, that's, that's definitely trimming the balls. No, there's a construction zone in my basement right now. What is that? It's Manscaped. <laughs> <laughs> so it's got the quiet stroke technology. It's got the built-in LED light, which I, I thought that was gimmicky at first, but it actually does make a difference. Turns out not a lot of natural light reaches your taint. However, with this light, you can actually see what you're doing. It's beautiful. Can I, can I, can I? Like, I get a perspective now that typically on. only a woman would have seen. Hold on. Is this like a helmet with a light on the, on the top? Like, you know, when you, you, you're riding your bike in the dark and you get the light on the, <laughs> the is that how like it works? Like a lamp that sticks Yeah, it's there? a little lamp that sticks on your helmet. Is that how this works? Right. Very similar. <laughs> wow. So, quiet stroke technology, built-in LED light, and it is uh, a good lasting battery. You don't have to charge it up like halfway through a shave. You end up with like a half shave unit and then you got to, well, fuck. I got to charge it back up again to do the other side. It's not like that. The battery lasts a long time and uh, skin safe technology. So there's a lot of trimmers that people might use around their intimate areas that just every now and again, grab a chunk of skin and bite it for whatever Ah. reason. Ah. You don't want that. You don't want to bite her. No, nobody wants cuts on their nuts. Mm -hmm. So you try this puppy out and the skin safe technology. I'm not saying it's impossible to cut yourself, but it's a lot more difficult than with some of the other ones that are out there. My guess is the woman that messaged you is maybe considering gifting this. I think so, So, but that's a gift for her too, though. Well, here's the thing, as I was going to say, if I may, and I think especially with guys, sometimes a lot of the time guys just make do, right? Like you guys will admit it, right? You make do with what you got. Until you can mm-hmm. possibly not use it again. What a nice gift it would be to just gift him with something that really works. Well, I think yeah, yeah, brand new. no matter what the product is, we always want something that works. And if this has the reviews and it has the positive feedback, well, then that tells me it works. Yeah. yeah. So do Here's it. Here's another one. Uh, another message from Brady. Hey, you guys have talked about penis length on After Nine. Yeah, that sounds like something we would do. <laughs> Did we do that once? Mm-hmm. Twice? Last week's was a big was a big uh, penis conversation. Oh yes, you're right. Big old penis. Wait, conversation. no, sorry. It was a large, big conversation about penis. Not a big penis conversation, <laughs> but it did talk about big penises. So it kind of was a big, big penis conversation. Big, big penis. <laughs> it was a really big penis conversation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yep. Uh-huh. Uh, guys, how about a conversation on girth? I'd like to hear that debate. I don't know debate? what kind of time we've got here to discuss the girth. Is girth a debate? I, I always said that if, if... He seems very fixated on length. Well, if my career, you know, just took a nosedive, I was always prepared to jump into adult film. I always thought, well, that's, you know, that's the fallback for me at really? this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Girth Brooks was going to be my screen name. Mm, yeah. No, no. Don't do that to Garth. <laughs> girth is a good guy. Girth Family Brooks Family fun. Well, Rumple Foreskin wasn't one that I was really keen <laughs> I like on keeping. That one. Yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> girth Brooks, it is. Well, I'll tell you what, sir. We will not discuss girth in this episode. <laughs> However, I do promise you that at some point, likely before the holidays, we will squeeze a good girth conversation in. Wasn't that one of the things the three wise men brought on the Christmas Day? Gold, That's frankincense, and girth. <laughs> Oh, it's murder. You watched Mur. some really fucked up porn when you saw that. <laughs> it I was a Christmas movie. I want to know what you were watching. You leave Jesus alone. You leave Jesus out of yeah, this. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, people don't like when you do that. <laughs> okay. This has come up many, many, many times before. 
And although it's been said many times in many ways, I believe that on a first date, the man should pay. And I'll put an asterisk on that. I realize there's many same-sex couples, and that might invite more questions. We'll get to that, too. But I believe, generally speaking, if a guy goes out with a girl, he should pay. Kat's got a slightly different philosophy, and then, Dave, you weigh in. My philosophy is straight up, and this goes for it doesn't matter, heterosexual or or not, whoever asks the person out pays. Mm-hmm. That's it. Don't care if you're a man mm. or a woman. Don't care who you asked out, how much money you have. You're paying the bill if you want to take that person out on the date. Dave? Yeah. I, you know, I totally agree with Kat. Really? Yeah. I, I would mean- think, uh, well, I would say it's worth a conversation on a first date if it's a, hey, we should go out sometime. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. If it's kind of casual, split it. Um, I don't think there is a rule that you should have to be the one to pay, but I do like that, that idea. If you're the one who invited the person out, uh, go for it. Yeah. You're the one who's responsible for that pay the first time around. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, well I then like tell it. me if you can relate to this. Cause I find it very, very weird and awkward saying, can you split the bills? Can you bring the debit machine again twice? And and me sitting there like an asshole when she's paying with a debit card or a credit card for her dinner. That just doesn't sit right with me. Well, I, I think it's probably one of those situations where the other person says, no, let me get mine. Let's split it the first time around. There has to be uh, an understanding before the person shows up with the debit machine because uh, that's an awkward moment it's that you want to avoid. So awkward. It's awkward. And you should for the never waiter, make the waitress. server go back to revise your bill. Oh, yes. sorry. Can you split yes. that? <laughs> Is there any way you can split this half-price app into another half? Yeah. <laughs> you know what they want to say? Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. How about go fuck yourself? How am I supposed to split this in half? It's already in half because you came during happy hour, which is great for a first date. Thanks for that. Um, and, and now I've got to split that up. And the drinks, I don't remember how many you had and how many you had. i got to split that up too? That's why servers who come up to the, at the beginning of the table and say, is this together or separate? Yes. That's smart play. Right off the bat, because you don't want to make things weird later yeah. on. Then it gets really awkward. It's true. You do it right out from the beginning. And even then, it can be awkward. Even when you're, when you're with friends. I don't know about you guys. I still find it an awkward thing. I'm like, well, I don't think I'm paying for hers, and I don't think she's paying for mine. And we both look at each other like, yeah, yeah, yes, yes. It, it's still like a weird moment, right? Totally. Um, yeah. Okay, let, I'll, I'll read you the story and tell you the reason this comes up, and then we'll discuss it. It is a a woman with a hot take online. She says, as a 36-year-old woman, she has met perfectly lovely guys that went a little tight on the bill on that first date. She says, let's end this debate once and for all. Guys pay for the first date. It's hot. It's manly. It gives us something to brag to our friends about. If he's cheap... I know he's not the one for me. Is there any validity to that at all? Is she coming off like a gold digger there? Or is she just an assertive woman who wants to be treated like a lady? Well, I don't want to dismiss her experience and and her perspective on it. But is that something that you brag about, Kat, when you get together with your friends after you've gone out with a guy? Oh, my God, he paid. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. what year is this? Like, who gives a shit? No, but in the sense that if a girl asks and likely a girlfriend will ask, hey, how was your date? It was nice. We went here. He picked up the bill. I mean, that's not bragging in like, uh, hey, I just scammed something for free type bragging. That's just bragging in that, yeah, he was a good guy. He picked up the bill. Hmm. Is chivalry dead? Because I don't understand how anyone would go out, any guy would take a girl out and not pay the bill. And I fully admit 
Maybe that sounds sexist, maybe even a little misogynistic, even though I don't consider myself a misogynist. I I would consider myself a feminist above all. I think that it is uh, just the right thing to do for the guy to pick up the bill on the first date. And there's going to be many occasions down the line where she could pick up the bill. But I think that one person should pay, and if it's one person that's paying, it should be him on the first date. So where does that come from then? Why, why, is the, why, is, why is it the man's job, I guess, is the question. Well, I'll tell you, in my personal set of circumstances, I don't want to feel restricted. I want to do what I want to do, and I want to enjoy myself if I'm going out. Because you know what? If I'm going out, it's not just about her. It's also about me. He, he I'm buys going out. six oh. martinis. That's his way That's of saying it. he buys a, it's a big bar tab. That's, there it is. That yeah. makes sense. Okay, but I mean, if I'm going to go out, I don't want to have to be like, uh, she's paying the bill. I should just totally skip all the steak entrees and only look at chicken or pasta. And uh, I'd like a, to order a bottle of wine, but I don't want to se- uh, throw a $70 bottle of wine on her bill and that sort of thing. I, I just want to order what I want to order and enjoy my dinner and my experience. And I think it would be a lot easier to do that if I just pick up the bill. So Scott's at the end of the the meal looking down at the bill and he's going, "Yep, six martinis are mine. Yep, two bottles of wine are mine. Who the hell ordered pickle spears?" <laughs> I didn't order those. And if I did, I didn't get any of them. <laughs> I don't know, cat. How would you feel if the guy insisted? Like would you you don't put up a fight and say, "All right, fine. You go ahead. You pay." If it means that much to him, I suppose. Yeah, but. for sure. If someone's that passionate about, no, I must do this. Okay, fine. But then I hope that the next time we go out, then I get it. Then that seems fair to me. Then I'm picking up the bill. Don't you argue with me. It doesn't seem fair to me that every time there's one person that picks up the bill. And I hate this whole thought because it dates back from so many years ago where the men made the money. So the men bought the meal and that's how it worked. And you just you were just waiting to be a house. So you wait and I'll see if I'll marry you and you'll be a housewife. You know, women women work. We make money. We hustle. We can sur- we can survive on our own. We don't need you to pay our bill. I'm good. I can pay this bill. And especially if the person, the woman, asks the man out. Maybe it still is more rare for a woman to ask a man out. I don't know if either of you have been asked out by a woman before. All the fucking time. <laughs> Ladies, I'm not interested. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know, I was more asking Dave because I knew your answer. Well, my answer is, oh. All the time. Okay. Right. <laughs> but anyway, I think and I hope we're at a point now where women do feel a little more comfortable and confident to do that and will pay the bill should they be the one that asks the man if that's the case. You know what else? I One more reason that I prefer to pay the bill is because I don't want those expectations at the end of the night. I don't want those those longing eyes when the date's over and she's like, well, I did pick up the bill. You better put up. I don't want that expectation. <laughs> you don't want that pressure is what you're saying. No. That's right. You're entering I, a whole new world. I didn't think about that part, by the way. Because you joke about it, but that is a thing, too. Is it, really? it is a thing. There's certain people who feel like if they yeah. paid for dinner, there's an expectation of sex Obviously, or some sort of Obviously, we're going back to my place after. Obviously, we're going back to your place after. Obviously, something's going to happen because, I mean, this bill is $150. Oh. I mean, come on. Isn't that gross? I know. It's that's gross. Awful. It's gross. And again, that's why I, I don't know. I feel like, again, if you're the one that wants to go out with that person, I think you should foot the bill. That's it. I mean, God, the, chai, uh, the, the, the Thai chicken bites are at least worth a nipple. <laughs> Like, is that what the person's thinking? Pretty much, yeah. It seems that way. I got a side ordered- salad. There better be an ass cheek here. <laughs> you ordered dessert and I don't even get second base. How does that work? What the fuck? 
How could wow? I, I can't believe there's people who actually equate that stuff and, and say that they're they're equal and and there is a reciprocation necessary for for buying somebody dinner. Yeah, I I will go into that with zero expectations for what happens after the date. It's just me and and my my personal preference and comfort level. I just want to pay the bill. Okay, it gets weird if she wants to pay the bill to this day. And I've been with my girlfriend for a long time now. If she wants to get the bill, even on my birthday. I do take my foot off the gas a little bit. I've even done the whole when she insists, hey, I'm taking you out for dinner. I'll slide my credit card to the waitress when we walk in the door and say, just make sure this all takes. Oh, don't do that. Oh, don't do that. No, that's greasy. Like, I know you're trying to be like, you think it's a nice thing to do. She probably wants to buy you dinner. Let her buy you the fucking dinner. No, no. Oh, I, I just can't. That's dumb. I, I, no, I just want to... Um, Maybe we have to go separate bills then. I don't know because I want to feel comfortable with whatever I'm doing. Yeah, but it, if you really want to be fair about it, think about all the dinners that you bought her then. If if you really find a need to pay for that many dinners, you can't let her buy you one dinner? That seems kind of silly. On my birthday, maybe. That's it, though. Well, there's a lot of people who – and this may be getting a little cerebral here, but there's a lot of people who are not good at accepting gifts and accepting – uh, anything that they feel puts the other person out, mm-hmm. right? So I wonder if that's something to do in this case where Scott's like, I don't want you to spoil me. Spoil me. I, I don't know that I deserve it. Maybe he doesn't say that out loud. What's going but- on behind the scenes here, Scott? What, what, do you think there's something to that? Guys. Tell us more. Uh-huh. We're not doing a psychology session now. <laughs> I just feel more comfortable if I do it. <laughs> well, I think that that takes the expectation off the table. Then that's, I think that there may be something to that. Yeah. Okay. Huh. Mm-hmm. One more thing quickly before we move on. What is the scenario in a same sex situation? Guy asks the guy out. Who pays? Is I, it I back love, to Kat's philosophy yeah, of whoever I, asked? I love Kat's philosophy. Yeah. Whoever asked is the one who's saying, you know what you should do is probably put that in the negotiation. Hey, I'd like to take you out for dinner on Thursday. My treat. Mm. Yeah, let it be clear right from from the yeah. beginning. Like, I'd like to take you out. I, there's a great restaurant. It's on me. I want to treat you to it, right? And then that way, it's not so awkward at the table when you're like, "You asked me out, but I think that you're paying." Let me take you out. Let me take you out. And make it clear. You not like yeah. a, we should go for dinner sometime. Yeah. Like, make it clear. Make it clear what what yeah, what yeah. you're what That's you're intending. Nice. Here. That's a nice thing to do. Dave, what do you do with your wife? You guys probably go out for dinner a decent amount. Oh, God, I wish she'd pick up the bill once in a while. Yeah. <laughs> What's your fucking problem? She's listening to this right now, and she's like, I paid for breakfast. But she's got a whole thing now where she pays for the cheap ones. Like, we'll go for breakfast, and I'll get, like, you know, like, <laughs> I don't know, like, the, like the $6 breakfast. Farmer. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm getting, like, pancakes, Special. right? Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. And she's, like, she's getting the eggs, Benny, and doing all this stuff, and, and it's pretty fancy. Um, but mine's cheap. And that's the one she picks up. And then we go for dinner and, and it's a uh, you know, couple apps and uh, a couple entrees and uh, maybe a couple of drinks. And uh, that bill sort of, it feels like the table is slanted a little bit. And that, that, that little, <laughs> the, yeah, the, the checkbook bit. just sort of slides towards me every time. <laughs> of course, I'm kidding. Um, please, for the love of God, understand I'm kidding. Um, that, yeah, I don't know. We kind of, we split it. We, it, you know, it's, in, it's in the same pot at this point. So it's just sort of, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? I'll grab it. You grab it. Split whatever. It. Okay. So this brings up an interesting part. That's not really on track with what we're talking about. Do you guys have separate accounts? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So do really? I. Really? Yeah. So do I. Yeah. I love it that way. I think that's great. Uh, a lot of people feel that that's wrong though. No, oh, no. Hey, we're well, married. We split why, everything. Yeah. All goes in one pot. 
Yeah, that's why I that's why I bring it up is because and to each their own, right? Whatever works in your relationship works in your relationship. I have my own, he has his own, and we have a joint, and the mm-hmm. joint is where the bills all get paid. That's what so I was going to say. It files all through, yeah. and all that stuff goes through there. We each have our own savings, though. I don't ask him what's in his. He never asks me what's in mine. And I kind of like it that way, too. I, as long as we're both good and nobody's struggling or, or something like that, yeah. we're good. But you also are open to the conversation where, let's say, he, he says to you or you say to him, hey, I'm a few bucks short for whatever. Yeah. Then the other goes, okay, well, I'll take care of that. Exactly. Or, and that's where know, the teamwork yeah. kicks in that's with good. like, absolutely, I got you covered. I'll do the hydro bill this month. Don't worry. I'll take care of that. Well, and you know what? I think that that's a great point because that takes away any confusion right so if you have the joint account that takes care of all the bills you guys each put in x number of dollars every month or whatever it is then that's that's that stuff taken care of and there's never any surprises like why is the hydro bill so expensive this month oh it's because she leaves all the lights on all the time yep that or the why is amazon purchases on here a million times or why were you here and there and shopping here that way they just shop for what they want to shop for yeah don't get any shit for it yep it's in there. They know their budget. They understand. And you don't have to question it. And they don't have to question you. And if you're worried about questioning somebody, then maybe that's a weird relationship that's a problem to be anyway. in. Yeah. It's a red flag. Just so I'm clear, though, if I pay the hydro bill, there is an expectation of sex there. Obviously. Right? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that goes without saying. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. While we're talking food, can you think of anywhere that you absolutely will not eat, Dave? Anywhere I won't eat? You won't mm-hmm. eat. Mm. I said, let's go, let's go get some food at, or you're really hungry. I'll stop at, where will you never stop? Oh, God. Uh, you really put me on the spot with that. I don't know. I know. I, I, Are you I running through to... your head to figure out who may or may not be an advertising client? Well, that's, that. <laughs> that's, that's an important thing to think about. I stopped too. myself. I wanted to say something. I did. Us media people have to be careful sometimes. Yeah. yeah, right. Yeah, I don't want to throw anybody under the bus. I mean, there's places I've had service that was not impressive that I didn't go back to. Um, I, I don't know that there's one that I absolutely avoid like the plague, though. What about places in general? When, when Scott says this, you'll go, oh, obviously. Oh, you mean like... Uh, like a particular type of food, like a like Indian cuisine or like anything like that. Is that what you mean? Like hot dogs on a rolling oh, heated. Oh, yeah. I won't eat food from a gas station. There you Thank go. you. <laughs> ding, there ding, you ding, go. ding, 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 ding. I try to avoid the taquitos. How, how, old, are those, for six days. how old are those taquitos? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a woman suffered hallucinations, insomnia, and incontinence for months after she made an unfortunate choice. To eat gas station sushi. (laughs) At what point in your life do you put those two things together, gas station and sushi, you do the math, and then you go, yeah, that's all right. (laughs) I'm I'm stopping in the process and going, no, no, I'm not eating sushi from a gas station. You get crabs at a gas station, but not crab rolls. (laughs) Like, that's, that's not what you're looking for. Medics treating the 34-year-old woman, identified only as J.C., were initially very confused as to what was causing this illness that she was experiencing. You know why they call her J.C.? 
is because after she's eating it, she's sitting on the toilet going, Jesus Christ! (laughs) Jesus Christ! I'm never doing that again! That's the JC. That's what that is. Just kill me now! Jesus Christ! (laughs) One small detail I should add to this before I tell you what the actual problem with her was is not only did she make the unfortunate choice of eating gas station sushi, it was five days old. Oh, Oh, come on. Uh, It's not like they've got a sushi chef sitting in the back of the gas station making fresh rolls for you anyway. So how old was it before it got to the gas station and then sat on the shelf for five days? Don't ask questions you don't want answers to. Oh, Oh my God. Here's the problem. This is where COVID came from. So she ate the, the sushi and didn't feel great, but life goes on. She got over it. She just figured she had an unfortunate case of the runs and maybe a touch of COVID. Who knows? But eventually it got so bad that she needed to call for medical assistance because, as they later discovered, a giant tapeworm had formed in her stomach. Mm -hmm. It all began when she was coming home from work and realized she hadn't eaten all day. With no restaurants open, she picked up the gas station sushi. She says since she ate it, she's been left feeling anxious and confused and feeling like her heart was beating out of her neck. (laughs) Oh, my God. Around the same time, she started having stomach cramps, feeling her stomach jiggle and shake before she went to the toilet. That's a big ass worm to make you really feel it. Yeah. Was it an anaconda? Like, what's happening here? That wasn't a worm. That's a snake. She told her husband it felt like there was a fish flapping around in her belly. Oh, my God. I got a gag right now. That's disgusting. Hey, when you want fresh sushi, you want it <laughs> flapping around in your stomach. That's as fresh as it gets. She endured months of treatments, blood tests, and examinations when she was rushed to the hospital after suffering what she calls a terrifying seizure before doctors realized, you've got a tapeworm, ma'am. They examined her stool and found thousands of tapeworm eggs. Oh, it laid eggs and oh, everything. That shit, I can't handle that. I can't handle that. Is that uh, that's, that's that's your bugaboo gross. right there? The you can't do Eggs it. hatching in your body or eggs being in your body, I can't. Problem easily resolved. They gave the woman some anti-worm medication and she made a full recovery. Good. Let's go back to the source of the problem. You ate gas station sushi. And I don't want to disparage all gas stations. Maybe you guys have got some sort of a... A Japanese chef working in the back and and the whole Ginsu knife collection and and, and an ocean right beside the gas station. Now, you're just pulling that fresh fish right out and cutting it up right there. But I have a feeling it doesn't go down like that. I don't know where they get that sushi from, but I might uh, seriously reconsider ordering sushi at a gas station. Is there a factory, like a sushi factory that we don't know about, that is pumping that stuff out and shipping them off to gas stations nationwide? (laughs) Because <laughs> where does well, I mean, it come from? You can get the sandwiches pre-done, so why couldn't yeah. you get the pre-packaged sushi? Like well, the grocery store has it too. And let me tell you, so very similar to this woman who has the story about getting the gas station sushi, in my uh, infinite wisdom one day on a long drive back, I did grab a like ham and cheese or something like that, one of those sandwiches. Yeah. And I will tell you, I almost changed my name to Jesus Christ. Like, I almost, <laughs> it was bad. Yeah. It looked like a crime scene in the bathroom. Like, it was bad. Like, it hurt. Like, everything what, about it. Did, what about the sandwich itself? Tell me about the sandwich. Did you take a good look at the sandwich? Did you look at the date of the sandwich yeah, oh, when yeah. it was made? Or were you so hungry? Yeah? And well, it I, seemed legit. It seemed good. It didn't smell yeah. funky. I went in looking at it thinking, 
okay, uh, this, this may not be a, you know, a very high bar that I'm, I'm climbing over here, <laughs> but I'm going to look at it. It was, it was fine. It, the expiry date was okay. Um, wow. The sandwich looked fine. Um, and it just didn't agree with my stomach. And you may have purchased a million sandwiches at a gas station over the years and been perfectly fine. That's all well and good. I just know my experience was that that ham and cheese was was uh, was not working with my my body. Yeah. Uh, it, very similar to the sushi situation. Thank God I didn't end up with a tapeworm. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I try to avoid that kind of stuff. And I see like pulled pork sandwiches. Scott, would you trust? You love a pulled pork sandwich, but would you trust one at the gas station? I don't think so. I'm pretty confident I wouldn't do that. Listen, gas station sandwiches are the kind that you can fully chew it, but it still comes out whole when you sit on the toilet. <laughs> they are just not right for some reason. This wasn't a foot long when I ate it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the other weird thing, too, with those sandwiches, uh, and I don't know if this is the case anymore, but they, they used to be in these packages that said right on the package that package is microwave safe. So you what? put this, you put like, you're supposed to just peel the corner, like a, like one of those like pulled pork sandwiches. You peel the corner of the plastic oh, okay. and you put it in the microwave at the gas station to heat that bad boy up uh, for 30 seconds. And it's, it's like lava hot uh, at that point. But they're like, this plastic is safe to microwave. And I don't know. I, I feel like maybe that's not true. Don't bullshit on that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know if I feel good about that, but that's, that's, uh. Yeah, uh, that's a horror scene that you want to try to avoid. <laughs> you can be a scientist and make your own bisphenol. No problem. Just microwave that plastic wrap around a sandwich. Yeah, I'm sure it's fine. Sure, sure. Uh, okay, quickly, before we go here, we haven't gotten Dave's take on this, but today, Friday the 4th of December, three weeks until Christmas, we're going to meet the Vaccine Task Force the superheroes that are going to be driving trucks all over Ontario to hand capes. out the COVID shots. I hope they have capes when we get introduced to them. David, are you getting the vaccine as soon as they say, hey, come on down to shoppers and we'll stick a shot in your arm? Whatever it is. Maybe it's this month, next month, March, July, next September or next December. When it's available, are you getting the shot? Oh, man. You know, it's so funny. I woke up this morning and I thought that this conversation was going to happen today on the podcast. Really? I'm not kidding you. Like exactly how I just pictured it. Did you think of it or were you afraid of it? Because some people are not that comfortable talking out loud about how they really feel about it. You know, it's funny you say that because when thinking about it, I had I considered whether I would want to say how I feel about it or not, Mm -hmm. because I wouldn't want to. That's fair. If I don't. Here's the thing. I'm not a doctor. I'm not an epidemiologist, despite playing one on TV. I am not qualified to tell people whether they should or shouldn't do something when it comes to a vaccine. Mm -hmm. The way I look at it is I'm doing my absolute best to practice the physical and social distancing and everything that is being recommended now. I'm keeping the circle small. I'm staying away from people. I'm staying away from public spaces as much as possible. For me personally, I feel that I want to wait a little bit and see how it kind of rolls out for the first bit. I'm going to keep myself safe. I'm going to keep myself isolated. It sucks. I can't wait to go to a baseball game. I can't wait to go to a concert. I can't wait to go and high five people and do all that kind of stuff that we used to do and love. But I'm also, I don't know. I just don't know about this. Um, And it's not that I'm anti vaccine by any stretch of the imagination. I think if you've been listening to this podcast in the last few times I've been on, I think you kind of know how I feel about it. I just, for my own personal sake, I think I want to sit back and watch the first bit go down and see how it how it comes to be. Okay, let me give you another scenario. I'm going to put two things down in front of you. One of them is a COVID shot. 
The other one is a spicy tuna roll from Shell. <laughs> you have you to must take one. Take one. <laughs> uh, I guess I'm getting the vaccine. <laughs> <laughs> and on that, we will say thank you for listening, everybody. And we hope you have a fabulous weekend. Whatever gets announced today, whatever fucking superheroes are on the uh, vaccine task force, you try and contain, contain your excitement. And we'll catch you right back here on Monday.